Hi, this is Lacey from Bourbon House, and you're watching CMS TV. Dirty looks right here on your classic metal show with cool from the wire from the CD of the same name featuring Austin or uh, Henrik Ostengard who went late. Yeah. yeah. He passed away. Yes. Yeah. Tragic. They were from what Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, where I had no idea. I did not know. I mean, I, I'd met Henrik on the phone. Henrik Ostengard. I just assumed he was from Sweden or somewhere. Well, I think he was a foreigner, but I think uh, the band uh, Dirty Looks hailed from like Erie, Pennsylvania or some shit. No idea. <laughs> I Isn't there a claim to fame that Chris Caffery was once in that band? Maybe? He may have been. I think he might have been in that band, like an early incarnation of it or sure. something. Sure. But yeah, I don't, I don't know shit about that band. <laughs> Nor do I care. Oh, truthfully, no. Right. I know they're they're out playing gigs. Are they? Yeah, they got somebody else singing, and they're playing some shows. That's, that's so funny. I mean, they did have a catalog of music. They, I think, they put out like six discs, like six at least six CDs or something. Jeez. And yeah, I know it's surprising, but uh, they, um, you know, they they certainly weren't even a third or even a fourth tier band yeah and they were a blip yeah and and you know they they had a few couple of hits but you know nothing like major yeah no i like i said that's probably why i don't know shit about them because they weren't any they they never were like a even like an opener that i saw yeah i mean i own i own a majority of their catalog of course i do but uh you know and i like them you know, and, and when we had the opportunity to, uh, uh, interview Henrik about a decade ago, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we just thought, yeah, it's kind of a novelty, you know, dirty looks. They came back with a new disc after, you know, 15 years, right. We <laughs> were given the opportunity to have them on the show and we did. And then the guy died. Yeah. 20 albums. I don't know that that's true. I'm looking it up right now. Pretty looks band. 20. Let's see what we got rocking here. Oh my God. They got like a hundred group members. Holy <laughs> yeah. fuck. Yeah. Is, is Chris, uh, you know, mentioned in there at all? I, I, I when I'm saying a hundred, I don't mean jokingly. It's going to take a minute to look through all this. Control, where's control? Control F. No. Command well, F. Well, I've got I've got I think at least six of their releases. Yeah. He was in the band from 88 to 89. All right. So a year. Uh let's see. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen studio records. God damn. <laughs> 
one EP, one live record, and one compilation, and uh, about 10 remasters. How about that? Who knew? So you don't have half their catalog. I'm I assuming. don't. I, have, I think I have about six. Yeah, I, I didn't even know these records existed. Wow. Thank you, Killer Miller. I would have never known. Look at that. Our fans being very knowledgeable. More than us. Yeah. And hello, Jerome. Jerome Levy. Wow. Look at Jerome. Jerome throwing in their word. Look at that. Checking in. Mr. 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 Blackhawk hockey guy himself. Yep. May hook up with Jerome in February, I think. For a hockey game? Yeah. I think uh, Sal. Who mm-hmm. is a big Jerome fan? Okay. Sal sings Jerome's praises, and Jerome's a great guy. I love Jerome. He's a good dude, man. He's been very nice to me and the show and you with sure. our presence. It's always sure. been uh, very kind. And, uh, you know, I, I don't get mm-hmm. to do all the things that I like to do, but uh, Sal has gone out to Blackhawk hockey games. Right. And hung out with Jerome, and he's just like, "You and I had to go to a sh- go to a get, you know, a game, game a match, right? man, yeah, Pride Night." And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, well, let me know when you want to go. I'll go. Yeah, you know, you can get yourself a stick wrapped in rainbow tape. Exactly. Sounds fun. Ex- <laughs> That's funny, but uh, yeah. United Center man. Yeah. It's funny because Jerome, he wears the Blackhawks uh, jersey. Okay. But he's got all these heavy metal patches sewn onto his jersey. Onto his Blackhawks jersey? Yeah. That's awesome. That's funny. He's like the, <laughs> he's like the heavy metal uh, hockey fan. That's cool. You know, so. At least he's not like the heavy racist fan like our other hockey fans. Yeah. Sa- Lou from the Lou. Yeah. He, he's a different kind of heavy, heavy attitude. Right. <laughs> well, if you would uh, make the trip over someday, you you could you could enjoy the uh, the luxuries that Jerome has uh, provided. Oh, good luck you. on that. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're talking sports, yes. Uh, I know you're not necessarily a fan of this guy, but this guy has been under major attack this week okay a legendary guy a guy who's been in the excuse me i got the hiccups uh got he's been in the nfl for decades okay led his team to a super bowl win is a commentator on uh nfl sports but because he doesn't fly the rainbow flag Okay, he's, this again, huh? He's right. now a pariah. Okay. So Ooh. because because well, I'm gonna tell you, but because this guy doesn't support the alphabet soup group, now he's hateful, bigoted, homophobe, <laughs> blah blah blah. Jeez, oh man, okay. So Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy's like the most soft-spoken guy in NFL history. Well, he's a hateful bigot, racist, 
the homophobe, blah, 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 because he doesn't support the alphabet soup group. Apparently NBC doesn't care. He was on TV today. Oh, that's the whole thing. All right. Why don't they fire him because of his views? Well, I know for a fact they didn't. I literally saw him today on TV. Well, that, that's the whole controversy is that uh, NBC will not penalize him and kick him to the curb. Because uh, he doesn't believe in what we believe, man. Oh, uh, two bad whiners. In a response to a tweet Wednesday morning, see again, get off the fucking Twitter. Stop with the social media, whether it's Tony Dungy or. See, I, I'm going to tell you though, dude, I have information on this. Okay. Because we've been saying this for a long time. And unfortunately, it's not as easy as you think to get off the social media. Why? Because these media companies have it in their contracts that you have to, that they have to be on social media and they have to be active. Oh my God. I, I, I was when, um, when I was, uh, doing Seth Williams last week, the Seth Williams show, uh, um, cause I had said that during, during one of their breaks and he was like, well, when he worked at iHeart, it was in their contract that they had to be on social media and that they have to have a presence. Oh boy. So that's why these media guys keep getting fucked because they get, they, they have to have a presence, but then they get comfortable. You know, they get comfortable because they're posting all the time about, Oh, did you see what Tom Brady did there? You know, or whatever. And then the next thing you know, they say stupid white racist or whatever they say about Tom Brady. I, I think if I was in that position and I had to do that, I was just like, Hey, everybody, have a great day. Yeah, or something, or just report on, wow, what a game. Yeah, I don't think I would offer very hard. My opinions would be like, did you see that catch? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on what your conviction is, these guys, whether it's Tony Dungy or whomever it is, mm-hmm. they that okay well i got a voice i got a mic i've got a platform i'm going to view i'm going to post my viewpoints yeah which makes no sense and and again stop with the posting of your viewpoints yeah unless that's your job if you're a skip bayless and your job is to rattle the chain or a stephen a smith or one of them okay fine Rattle the chain. If you're Tony Dungy, and let's say, what do they look to Tony Dungy to do? Yeah, that was a great blitz. Did you see the way that he did a swim move there and got, yeah. got around? That's Tony Dungy's job. Yeah. When I was in the Steelers, yeah, my defense on the Steelers, Chuck yeah. Knoll had us line up in this direction. Exactly. This is the Chuck Knoll play from yeah. 1974. Yeah. That pass reminded me of the one time when I told Peyton Manning to throw the Omaha right pass. That's what he's, that's what we need to hear from Tony Dungy. Right. Uh, in response to a tweet Wednesday morning about a proposed Minnesota state bill that would require menstrual products in the boys school bathrooms. (laughs) 
I can see why he jumped into this. This is a heavy football topic. Right. Tony Dungeon scoffed by way of Twitter. So did he really scoff? He scoffed. He, I saw him. He was at his computer and went, ha! He said, ah. He went, ha! I need to respond to this. Let me open the Twitter app and let's get to work. <laughs> That's nothing. The former Indianapolis Colts coach tweeted at specifically 9.38 a.m. In case you're looking for it to cancel him. On Wednesday. Some school districts are putting litter boxes in the school bathrooms for students who identify as cats. Okay. Very important to address every student's needs. Okay. But by 7.30 p.m. that same day of Wednesday, Dungy had deleted his cat. Oh my God. He's hiding it from us. Yes. Why do they take him down? He should be canceled immediately. Um, I think he must already be. And we just don't know it yet. Right. He deleted his cat litter tweet, which was in response to the daily wire video showing oh Minnesota God. state representative Sandra Feist advocating for menstrual items in the boys' school bathrooms. Oh my goodness. We ensure that students have toilet paper, paper towels, soap, and band-aids. And we ins should ensure that students have period products as well. Well. I told the House Education Policy Community or Committee last week in the video. Good point. Now here, here's the, here's the catch all. Mm. Not all students who menstruate are female. Yes, they are. <laughs> you racist, hateful, bigoted, phobo, homophobic, cock sucking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put them all on the Jersey and give it to me and I'll wear it. Right. I'll wear it with every label you want to give me. Right. Because in a hundred years, when all these kids are bones, they're not going to be like, I wonder what he chose to be. Right. They're going to say, that was a girl. That was a boy. Yeah. That's it. That's the pelvic structure of a male. Yeah. Oh, that was the pelvic structure of a female. That's it. There will be no other discussion. Right. Dungy's response created some. Outrage. Wow. Did you read this article? I did not. I did. I was totally unaware of this. As the cat litter, quote unquote, myth was debunked. Was it? Months ago, after being spread by politically conservative types, probably Steven Crowder. I have no doubt. Probably. Perro, I'm sure of it. I'm sure it was Ben Shapiro. I'm sure that's probably part of the reason Crowder can't work there now. I'm sure it was Candace Owens, that, that traitorous black bitch. Ooh, language. Uncle Tomism. Aunt, Aunt Tamisa. <laughs> Who opposed the alphabet soup group rights. What rights don't they have? I, I always see these videos out there. Like, what, what rights don't you have? Yeah. What can't you do? 
and there's never an answer. I guess the right to be a man that menstruates. All right. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Who opposes the alphabet soup group rights and the gender non-conformity. Mm. Indy star reached out to Dungy, but did not immediately receive a response response, but because he's a Christian man, he was not a Chris Aiken who said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he thought it Dungy, an NFL hall of famer and super bowl champion who now is a television analyst is known for his Christian bigoted white supremacist. Well, he's not, not white. <laughs> His uh, hateful hate speech. That's right. <laughs> His bigoted hate speech uh, and often conservative, ugly, orange man, bad supporting ass, <laughs> especially on social values. His latest oh. tweet received 140,000 views and a lot of backlash well if it if there was backlash on twitter then look out oh my god how can that be tone tony dungeon is dungeon dungeon is out here spreading unhinged conspiracy theories was the headline on deadspin article on dungey's tweet well, Deadspin, they're, they're known for their fairness. You know and what? Social media and Twitter has been the downfall of this country in the last 15 years. Yeah. The, the, this Twitter thing has just been the worst thing that has happened to modern society in the last 200 years. Yeah, Twitter sucks. It does. Dungy has also been getting roasted. And rightly so by, I have no idea who this person is, Sid Ziegler. Oh, over, Sid Ziegler. Holy cow. Really? Over at Outsports. Oh, my God. Not okay, Sid Ziegler. Well, you follow sports. Do you know of Outsports? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. For his ongoing opposition to same-sex marriage. Hmm. Deadspin wrote after Wednesday's treat, tweet was deleted. In the past, Dungy once called openly gay SEC defensive player of the year Michael Sam a distraction and then tried to walk it back and has publicly aligned himself with the anti-gay individuals and organizations. <laughs> He's aligned himself with these people he aligned himself with them because he thought Michael Sam's gain. Look, first of all, if we're going to get really into that, Michael Sam was a bust. He wouldn't have been drafted at all. If he hadn't come out as a gay player, he got drafted. He sucked. Nobody cared. There's gay players in the NFL. Now that are good. Carl Nassib used to play for the Browns. Now he plays for Tampa Bay. He's a fucking good player. Okay. So Michael Sam just sucked. Okay. I mean, look at the NFL. The NFL will hire criminals. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Look at Antonio Brown. Yeah. He keeps getting jobs. Yeah. Look at Michael Vick. Yeah. If you can fucking play, they'll fucking hire you. Michael Sam just sucked. All right. 
Uh, Dungy, an advocate for adoption. How dare you think that people should not get abortions and adopt your, you know, children instead of, you know, putting them down the, uh, you know, down the uh, garbage disposal. Right. <laughs> How dare you? Dungy, an advocate for adoption and foster care and national spokesman for the all pro dad, a fatherhood program. How dare you think that fathers are important in any home structure? Helping men lead their families, told the Indy Star in 2018. Having both a mother and a father in the picture is the best way for children to be raised. And statistics have showed that. Okay. It's, it's been proven. This is not a conspiracy theory. Well, you don't think that these, these, um, families with one parent are doing well. No, they, they've proven that is not Mm. the case. That's the way God set up the plan for family. Dungy said, how dare you invoke the name of God? Yeah. You, you hateful. You're, you're making your policy on a make-believe ghost. Right. <laughs> so this guy has been under fire for, for that. And then he's under fire again uh, for... Let's see if I can find this real quick. Tony Dungy, the, the, uh, arguably the most mild of anybody that's ever been on TV for the NFL. Right. He, he just, again, it, it's just the whole, um, somebody that we, that we admired, he's anti-gay. We can't like him at all because, you know, again, why why are you allowed to have your viewpoint yeah. but, but somebody's not allowed because it doesn't go along with your ideology yeah. well i'll tell you this this sid sigler guy is a cunt <laughs> i have no idea who that i is. just pulled it up and so and here we go and and again this this goes back to what you and i have said a million times do not fucking apologize just stop it it's worthless it's useless so Dungy apologized, of course. Dungy's apology. I saw a tweet yesterday and I responded to it in the wrong way. As a Christian, I should speak in love and in ways that are caring and helpful. I failed to do that and I am deeply sorry. Sounds like an apology, right? Yeah. Here's the quote. While it's labeled an apology and he says he's sorry, there is nothing regretful about this statement other than getting caught. <laughs> Dungy does not mention the LGBT community who was most harmed by this tweet. They were harmed. They were not harmed even in the slightest by this tweet. But How whatever. were they harmed? Yeah, their feelings got hurt. They got butt hurt that some fucking football guy doesn't agree with them. It was LGBT people he was clearly targeting with the debunked claim of kids identifying as cats and needing litter boxes. So what? <laughs> it's a fucking tweet. Who cares? Yeah. And I don't think he specifically said any specific school or anything. I think he was just throwing that out there as just yeah. sort of like a joke or just a jab. Well, I'm going to put this out here. If there is one one gay kid out there that identifies as a cat 
One, then Mr. Sid Sigler is wrong in his statement. Where is his apology? Because I know for a fact that we did a story on a lady that identifies as a dog. Yeah. And we showed video of her chasing a goddamn ball around <laughs> that her husband was throwing to her and she was identifying as a dog. So my hunch, and it's a hunch, but my hunch is good that there's at least one LGBT kid that identifies as a cat. Right. And therefore, Sid, you are fucking wrong. Right. With your nonsense. So shut it. Yeah. All right. Well, Tony Dungy continues to be under fire. Okay. Tony Dungeon. Dungeon. You in that dungeon. Jeez. Yeah. Tony Dungy. And when someone you admire turns out to be a homophobe. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Homophobe. Killer Miller just made a great fucking point. Wasn't even anti-gay. He never said the cat kids were gay. Exactly. That's a good point. He never did say the cat kids were gay. He just said that some identify as cats. Right. Is that gay? Now I know my, my feelings on men that have cats <laughs> might sort of play into that, but, um, you know, I don't know. All right. So again, the, this is another attack on Tony yeah. Dungy this week. Good point, Killer Miller. It was anti-people who think they are animals. Good point. Right. When you have fervently followed your favorite sports team for decades, you put their stars and players on the imaginary pedestal. It's a natural outcome. As I've talked about before, I grew up in Pittsburgh when the city's NFL team, the Steelers, won four Super Bowls in the 70s, so the Steelers of the decade are much revered. One of the biggest stars, Hall of Fame running back Franco Harris, died suddenly last month, and that hurt. He was not only my favorite Steeler, but I also got to know him, and he was honored that he invited me to his Hall of Fame induction ceremony in the summer of 1990 that included a brunch with the former NFL greats and a party that evening at the Pittsburgh Hilton where I met so many of my heroes from those Super Bowl teams. Harris lived up to his legend. The team was coached by Chuck Knoll, who I also idolized. Knoll took uh, notice of the Leadership skills and football knowledge of one of his defensive backs, that would be Tony Dungy, and began to mentor him to become a football coach, which he did. Wow. Dungy won a Super Bowl with the Indianapolis Colts, and he helmed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers during his 13-year coaching career. He entered the NFL Hall of Fame as a coach in 2016. If you follow football, you know Dungy is now noted NFL broadcaster and analyst with NBC, which you just yeah. said you saw him today. Saw him today, yeah. But it is what you don't know about him that will make your blood boil. Look out. Just get ready for blood boiling, Chris, because I'm going to reveal to you what this scumbag Tony Dungy is all about. I'm going to go get an ice bag for my heart. Mm -hmm. 
According to an in-depth two-part piece on Outsports by Sid Ziegler, which you've identified as a dirtbag. Yes. Dungy is no friend to, here, here's the part I have a problem with, with our community. So he's gay. Apparently so. Okay. So why should we know that? I like to suck, I like to suck a dick and you should know that. Yeah. What? Celebrate me. Why do we care? Yeah. Celebrate me. I suck cock. I don't get that whole thing. It's just like, it's our community. Is it? Is it? Uh, I don't suck a dick. Do you Chris? No. No, somehow that hasn't appealed to me. Okay, so <laughs> I've got no allegiance to any of this, Mr. Ziegler. Yeah. Why aren't you celebrating me? Because I like pussy. Yeah. According to Ziegler's piece, Dungy established himself as possibly the most publicly anti-gay person in at least the recent history of the NFL. Wow. Money to fight against same sex marriage. And since then publicly decrying the homosexuality of gay athletes and partnering, partnering with rapidly, rapidly anti-gay organizations and individuals. Well, sounds like he's an awful human being, right? Uh, This goes back to something we talked about in the very first segment of the show tonight. I heard Jim Norton and Anthony both, they were talking about, um, uh, Billy Squire. Okay. And one of their guests, they were kind of talking about, uh, Billy Squire and he goes, he goes, um, Billy Squire, you know, his whole career was lost over that, uh, that video. video. Yeah. And he goes, and Jim Norton said, is Billy Squire a mo? <laughs> a mo. A mo. <laughs> Canceled. Yeah. I won't rehash all of what Ziegler wrote. You need to read his story yourself. But I will say that he writes about Dungy saying homophobic things when Jason Collins came out in the NBA and when Michael Sam was drafted by the St. Louis Rams in the NFL. The most troubling aspect that was revealed, at least to me, is that Dungy is a friend and supporter of the right-wing Christian nationalist pastor, Andrew Womack, who has said that being gay is three times worse than smoking. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? And gay people ought to be put a label across their forehead. This is, this can be hazardous to your. (laughs) Wow. It's just like wearing the scarlet letter. Yeah. Well, now that I'm looking at this out sports, please. That's, that's like their only stories. Is that it? I guess that's, that's what this is. It's about gay athletes. That's all they, that's all, I mean, every story, gay volleyball player coach finds confidence in himself and renewed love of the sport. Next story, oh, gay so college. Like, it's like coming out. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, out yeah, now. like you're I'm out. Sports guy, but I'm like out as a openly gay person. Yeah. 
Every okay. story. All gay right. college basketball player wants to inspire others to come out. Next story. How gay soccer player helped LGBTQ <laughs> supporter group get official recognition from MLS team. Right. Next story. Tell your uh, tell your coming out story on Outsports. All right. Next story. Coming out and finding love rekindled athletes' passion for running. How about that? Uh, next story. For gay Ohio State swimmer, pool became his safe space. Next story. Baseball played vital role for gay jock turned doc in his coming out. <laughs> next All story. Right. When this trans hockey player returned to the ice, she was embraced by her former college teammates. Every fucking story. How gay beach ball volleyball beach volleyball player used TikTok to build a community. Gay rugby player in Texas shares his pride video to inspire others to love themselves. Longtime soccer coach and executive finds liberation in coming out as gay. Coming out as gay gave high school swimmer courage to be outspoken about queer rights. <laughs> and on and on it goes. Uh, dude, just I could scroll for another 30 stories. What exactly are queer rights? What right do they not have that everyone else has? I don't know. The right to be accepted. I guess that's what it is. Um, Dungy has been a supporter of Womack's ministry and has spoken at Womack's events and will again support Womack's ministry this March at an event called Men's Advance. Womack's uh, Cheris Bible College promotes anti-gay and anti-trans beliefs, among other things, claiming to root them in Christian doctrine. Mm. That's all I need to hear about Dungy, quite frankly. But the gist of Ziegler's articles is that NBC, which employs Dungy, knows about his virtuent anti-LGBTQXYZ alphabet soup group stance, and they don't do anything about it. That's just sad. That's the whole thing. They won't do anything about it. How tragic. So basically they're saying because he doesn't tow the, the, the line yeah. that he should somehow suffer consequences. Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed on TV. Yeah. He shouldn't be allowed to earn a living. No, not at all. NBC wouldn't comment on the story. The story Ziegler points out that a Cincinnati Reds broadcaster, Tom Brenneman, the former NL or MLB pitcher and ESP analyst, Kurt Schilling, were both fired for anti LGBT alphabet soup group rhetoric. So, why is NBC silent with Dungey, this faggot hating? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> bigoted guy who doesn't agree with dicks in the ass. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dungy might be the nicest guy in the world. And many say he is, but extolling and magnifying hate speech. Horrible. <laughs> it's always hate speech, mm -hmm. which he is doing as life threatening. He's, He's doing life-threatening stuff. Life-threatening. Shut right. up. 
Dungey is probably one of these people who says, hate the sin, love the sinner, but in his complicit and outward condoning of anti-alphabet soup group hate speech, Dungey proves he doesn't love the sinner, but rather harbors violent wishes. Violent wishes? Violent wishes. Mm. He might be aghast at hearing that, but he shouldn't be. We all know that the rising hate speech aimed at our community. No, your community is directly responsible for the increase in violence against the alphabet soup group. Oh, shut it. The advocate news library is full of stories of hate crimes and injuries and deaths. I haven't heard of any of this, particularly in the last year. It's been overwhelming to see it mushroom on a daily basis, like a throbbing cock. (laughs) reading our news feeds you can become numb to all the death and destruction yeah well you harbor that with what you do at outsports right the rise in hate speech against us on twitter (laughs) twitter has been unprecedented since elon musk stuck his nose in it his nose and 44 million do- 45 billion dollars billion dollars yeah why don't you why don't you build your own that's what you told us for the last fucking right 10 and years that, and that correlates to the increase in crime against us oh shut up i'm not hearing any of this just shut up with this nonsense you know what increases the crime being fucking a pushy bitch right just live your life no one cares right Womack is all over Twitter thanks to nearly 80,000 followers who spread all of his viciousness. What's worse is that Dungey has almost a million in every mention of his association with Walmart or offensive comment. (laughs) I'm glad that NBC blew this turd off about us only furthers the abhorrence and the ferocity Dungey may think when he posts something about gay NFL players or appears with Florida governor Ron DeSantis the devil incarnate himself or DeSantis does us this is innocence but Dungey's words and actions actually reverberate wow we hate him yeah Whatever. When people who respect and admire Dungey, particularly young people, read what he says and who he prays and pals around with, <laughs> he pals around with. You think Tony Dungey has like a big young person following? I don't think so. He's fucking 70 years old or whatever. They can only assume that it's okay to hate us. Because he does, and it t- and to take it a step further, it's okay to hate us because NBC turns a blind eye, and that's when the violence starts. Oh, shut up! Good lord, you overdramatic idiot! He's employed, so he shouldn't be allowed to have a voice. God damn it! 
What an overdramatic idiot. Talk about playing into the stereotype. Jesus. I know. Wow. <laughs> Reinforcing this message is former NFL star Ryan O'Callaghan. Callaghan? Who's that? Do you it's know? me. No idea. Who works with the NFL on the uh, Alphas, Alphabet Soup Group Advocacy and Partnership and is helping with the league with the outreach to the Alphabet Soup Group community. Community. I asked O'Callan uh, what he thought of Dungy. I don't know Tony Dungy personally, but he needs to understand his comments can be hurtful to those who look up to him and only show his ignorance. He said, I hope Mr. Dungy can find it in his Christian heart to stop judging and start loving his neighbor. Ziegler. Again, it goes down to feelings, right? Of course, it's all feelings has nothing to do with anything. Nope. Ziegler spoke to former NFL uh, player R.K. Russell, who played for Dungy in Tampa Bay, who came out as a bisexual. He's a bisexual in 2019. Well, you know that Ziegler didn't speak to anybody straight. <laughs> when he was a free agent, he was someone I looked up to, being a black coach and a and a, a, who wasn't a stereotypical get in your face and curse you out. It's disheartening when someone you admire doesn't line up with how they feel. Ah. It's upsetting, Russell said. Ah. You don't see things the way I see it. So you're something so you're wrong. wrong. Yeah. Something's so you're, wrong with you. Yeah. So you're wrong. Right. <laughs> And that's exactly how I feel. Even though he made his mark as a player with my team, the Pittsburgh, that's his team. I thought the, I thought the, um, it was the Rooney's team. Yeah. I thought the Rooney's owned the Pittsburgh. I never heard of your ass. Yeah. I thought the Rooney's owned the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm Uh, Even though he made his mark as a player with my team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he helped them win one of their coveted six Super Bowls, I can no longer put this man on a pedestal. Did you sure don't. go Tony Dungeon on a pedestal? No. He never, he, you know, when he was part of the Steelers team, he wasn't like a standout player. Yeah. He wasn't one of the, you know, the... He wasn't uh, like Jack Ham or Jack Lamb yeah, or, or Mean Joe else. Green or whatever. It was Tony Dungy. Wasn't he a, a safety or something or a quarterback? Yeah, he, he, he was a defensive back. Yeah. That's it. He he wasn't like, like a standout guy that you remember his name. He was a, the guy on the other side of Mel Blunt. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Pardon the pun, but he doesn't get a pass on this one. Instead, Ooh. I'm dumping Dungy into the wow. dustbin of NFL's worst moments history until oh. he apologizes. Oh, no. For all the vindictiveness toward me. Oh, a no. Steeler fan in my community. <laughs> I'm sure he's, ter- he's, he's totally upset about this. Oh, my God. The overdramatic bullshit of this is astounding. Right. Dungy will be calling the Los Angeles Chargers and Jacksonville Jaguars wildcard game on NBC Saturday. That's the one you saw. That was last week. This okay. Is new week, but he was on again this week, too. All right. 
As a football fan, I want to watch, but as a gay man, I can't watch or listen. Oh. If Dungy is broadcasting, oh. I will hear the words coming out of his bigoted, hateful, racist, LGBT, anti-gay mouth. He may be saying football things, but all I hear is kill the queers, kill right. the queers. Yeah. Fags should die. Oh my God. How brutal. Instead, when he opens his mouth, all I will hear is hate. <laughs> Go away. Do I watch the game and grit my teeth? Do I watch the game with the sound on mute? Do I watch any more hate? Uh, do I watch any more football NBC if it involves Dungy? The answer to all these questions is no. Oh my God. I can feel the ratings points dropping. <laughs> I'll find a way to stay up to speed on the game. And I'm grateful that I am now up to speed on what's going on with this hateful hate monger, bigoted, Dickhead Tony Dungy, you fucking dickhead. Wow. <laughs> Brutal. They sure showed him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nonsense. Just just man. People people and their agendas. I know it's ridiculous. Uh, everything is just, you know, if it doesn't involve me, man, that means you're targeting me. That's right. No, we're not. It's just nonsense. Stupid. Mm hmm. <sighs> Hate these people. This, this is what social media has brought us, folks. So if you're on Facebook or Twitter or on Instagram or whatever it is that you're on, Welcome to welcome to the world, man. This is the world you want. Yeah, this is what you want. This is what you get for your participation. Yep, enjoy it. Yep. You fucking suck, all of you. <laughs> all of you. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. I I want you since you're the ultimate Pantera fan. Yes. The Pantera is the only way to end the show. Just something with hate and rage and fuck you and just anger. All right. Um, um, b -b 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 great Southern trend kill. Um, sandblasted skin. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, it's been a fun show. It's gone fast. We say that all the time, but, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, it really has gone fast. I've enjoyed this show tonight. I've had a good time with this, especially with the whole Stephen Crowdy stuff. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, I, I believe me, I respect everybody who can make a living doing this. Mm -hmm. What Chris and I do, we have chosen not to do this for a living because just because of the bullshit that's gone on with a uh, Stephen Crowder and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But uh, regardless of that, it's it's a fun show. It's fun to talk about, and and uh, I appreciate everybody who tunes in and enjoys whatever it is that we bring to the table, <laughs> right? But uh, anyway, uh, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, uh, there is a uh, 
GoFundMe page for our good friend Bob Nalbandian. Yes. The um, memorial service or the day of remembrance or the day of celebration is Friday. 29th. 29th. Yeah. It's next week. Next yeah, week, like next Friday. Sunday. I think it's next Sunday. Okay. But if you haven't donated to that, go over there and throw a couple of bucks at it. I saw a lot of our CMS fans yes. did did donate to that. I and was very, very, I was very proud of our fans. I, I you know, I, I looked through a lot of the, the fan list over there. Yeah. And I noticed a lot of the, the a lot of the names that mm-hmm. uh, people who did and appreciate everybody who supported Bob and his work and his life and his legacy. And sure. If you haven't done it already, um, go over there to, uh, go fund me. And just look up now Bandian and yeah, it'll come just up. up. Just look up Bob now Bandian and find it and throw a couple of dollars at it. I mean, I've, I know they've already reached their goal and so on and so forth, but, uh, you know, burials, Bob was not a rich person. No, not at all. And, uh, he didn't make a lot of money and he was a very humble guy, lived very meager and, uh, he didn't have a lot of you know, he didn't have a lot of wherewithal. And uh, again, I don't know how his, um, family paid for his final arrangements, but they're going to have a day of remembrance next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if you could throw a couple of dollars at uh, that through the GoFundMe, that'd be great. Yep. Sure would be. So I, I hope you do that. So, uh, I would appreciate it because Bob was a good friend of the show and, a good friend of Chris and myself and you know, all that. So, uh, go over there and, and throw a couple of dollars at them. If you're able to do that, please. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday. We will be doing this all over again. So what was the song you were looking for? Sandblasted skin on, wow. um, on uh trend All right. Okay. Where the hell is that? near the end it's the last song of the okay well we're gonna get out of here with some rage and some hate in support (laughs) of the alphabet soup group who is just upset about tony dungy actually standing up for his beliefs Mm -hmm. how dare you tony you trade his cocksucker (laughs) not a cocksucker i'm sure he enjoys pussy just like i'm sure he does All right. Well, here it is. It's uh, Pantera until next Saturday night. This is Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Egan. And we're gone. Bye, kids. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Hand job! <laughs>